Welcome to the Northern Local School District Positivity Project podcast, where we focus on the 24 character strengths inside each of us and teaching the other people matter mindset to help make our communities a better place to live. Welcome back to this week's Northern Local Positivity Project podcast. I am Clint Rhodes and I will be your host for this week's um, podcast as we look at the character strength of prudence. And a way to define prudence is that it's a future-oriented way of thinking that helps a person set goals and make plans and then have the discipline to accomplish those plans and goals. It's a strength that's more of the head than of the heart. Other synonyms that might characterize prudence would be discerning, careful, practical, farsighted. So a person likes to set goals and think forward about what's going on in their life. Individual with this strength um, are likely to have thoughts of that, that I can overcome impulses that take me away from my bigger picture goals. And also just when they're faced with an obstacle in the present that they're able to have the confidence to overcome that because they know the success that they want to achieve down the road. So this week I hope you uh, get to learn a little bit more about the character strength of prudence and talk to your students and children at home just about what prudence is because I think it can be a challenging one for kids to kind of get a good grasp on. So I hope we're able to help give a better understanding of what it is all about and just how our kids can grow in prudence and how we can use that to just strengthen our friendships and community as a whole. Welcome back again this week to the Northern Local Positivity Project podcast. This week I have a special guest, Miss Melissa Schaefer, and she's actually one of our student teachers in our building this week, or this uh, for this semester, and she's helping out in fifth grade, so some of you fifth grade students may know her and parents may get to know her as well, but and we're going to talk a little bit about the character strength of prudence, and I asked her to join me just for some special questions, so I'll have her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her background and who she is and where she's coming from. I'm Melissa Schaefer. I'm actually um, a graduate of Thornville Elementary and of Sheridan High School. I graduated in 2013. I am currently attending Ohio University Zanesville and I'm in my final semester. Um, I'm also an inspiring entrepreneur. Um, My family owns a beef cattle business and I'm starting my journey in that. Well, that's pretty exciting. So as we kind of talk about prudence and what it means, which we'll, we'll talk a little bit more here in a minute, but as you see kind of your future moving forward, what do you think teaching's where you want to be, but you're also kind of in the beef stuff? Tell me a little bit about that. Um, growing up, I was in 4-H, FFA, all that kind of stuff. And in my final year, I went in with my parents to purchase a heifer for my final show year. And then now I'm working with genetics and breeding her to have calves to sell to future 4-H and FFA members. So I'm sharing what I love with other people. Um, As we kind of talk about the Positivity Project, have you heard of it before? Is this new to you? And then uh, what do you think about it? And just kind of your thoughts in general on the Positivity Project. So I've never heard of the Positivity Project before. Um, I learned that it's something you guys are just implementing this year, so it's new to you guys too. Um, I extremely like the videos that are shown. I think it's a good way to get the students thinking about what they're going to be talking about later on. And the videos themselves are very inspiring. Um, 
I learned that it's designed to build better students, which is not like build in quotation marks. <laughs> um, and that's part of our job as teachers. We're supposed to implement good character strengths and make our students good citizens when they get in the real world. Yeah, I think that's something we've talked a lot about uh, on these podcasts and just with staff and things is that modeling of these character strengths and what that looks like so then our students can uh, take them on themselves and really grow in all those different areas. So as we talk about the word prudence, um, I think, first of all, prudence is kind of one of those words that maybe at first has kind of a negative connotation to it where people kind of think you're a prude, you're uptight and things like that. Um, and it, but that's not really what it is. So I want to read the definition for you on the uh, definition that the Positivity Project gives us. And it says that a person with prudence is a person who plans for the future to achieve your, their goals by making careful day-to-day choices. Prudence is the ability to do the right thing at the right time for the right reason. So that person is future-oriented. They're thinking about uh, what are the steps I need to take now in order to have the success I want down the road. Um, how does that relate to you for just where you are in your pathway on education? So this has related to my pathway in education for at least the past five years. When you're in college, you have to plan what classes you're going to take because they don't offer them every semester. So you have to plan if they offer language arts methods in the fall, then I can't take it in the spring. Um, And then especially now going through my internship, I have to have had all my OAEs taken before I can graduate. So I'm planning when to take them. I'm planning them around um, when I teach, how I take them. I got to make time to study and then take the three hours out of my day to go take the test. So that's a lot of it in itself right there. Yeah, it just takes a lot of little steps planning here and there to do that. And I think, too, a bigger picture of it might be, you know, just uh, when we talk about, especially if you're looking at elementary education, just how to be a role model for students and what that takes, um, you know, making choices that drive your direction on what you want to be as a person so then kids can follow that and model it just like we talked about with some of these other words as well. Does prudence kind of play into uh, the other side, the side you have with cattle and things like that? Yes, it does in that too. I have to I have to think, well, is this genetics going to work with cuz I'm going to get into some technical stuff That's here, fine. but Go ahead. um there's a thing I have my main cow is a Maine and Jew. That's her breeding. And all of these breeders have gotten dirty in breeding like father and daughter. And so it's created a bunch of diseases, and we have TH and PH. And TH, they come out with a big water head or a water belly. And PH, they come out with deformed legs. So I have to look at different bulls and say, oh, if they're a carrier, I don't want to breed them to my cow, because then if she has a heifer, she could be a carrier. So then I'd have to watch who I could breed her to. So you got to stay away from all those dirty genetics. And um, also, you got to think of what's compatible and what's how the industry is going to be in the future. It's changed so much. When my dad was showing, they wanted big, tall giraffes. And then now they're wanting more moderate-sized. So it's something that's always changing. you got to kind of 
plan to see how it's going to be in the future. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Something I've never really thought about before, and I'm sure a lot of listeners probably hadn't thought about that before, but that's definitely plays into prudence, planning those things and having to think about, you know, what's it going to look like in the future? What are some things we need to avoid now to have success down the road? So very interesting uh, perspective that I kind of wasn't expecting to get into, but I, I appreciate that. So thank you. Um, kind of the next question I have for you then is, is why does prudence matter? What's the point of it? How does thinking long-term or setting future goals really help us be successful? I've always been taught by my parents to plan for the future. I've known since I was in elementary school that I was going to go to college. So I've always thought about what I want to be in life because I knew I had that opportunity. But you don't have to go to college to plan ahead. If you if your dad's a welder and you want to be a welder, then you got to start taking steps now to start getting into maybe Mideast or another technical school in order to learn that trade and be successful. Yeah, it's interesting. As you mentioned that, I thought back of when I was teaching second grade and one of the lessons I did every year with my students, I just titled it, Greatness is No Accident. So it's something I kind of, I read like a, a story about Benjamin Franklin, although I didn't tell the kids it was about Benjamin Franklin. It was just about him, a young boy named Benny. And I just kind of relayed, you know, what was going on in that kid's, kid's life growing up and all these steps he took. And then by the end, all the success he had, and, you know, Benjamin Franklin's a guy that we know and the kids know who he was. So when we get to the end of my little story, I say that was Benjamin Franklin. And they're like, oh, they see it. And you really start to look at if you want to be successful in, in the case of my story, you know, greatness. Um, you have to take those small steps to plan for those things down the road. And without that, you know, you're not going to get what you want. Um, one of the little quotes just from our uh, paper here from the Positivity Project uh, just says, to simply to have success in the future, I must prepare and act now. So thinking that long-term type of goals, thinking about what the future, what you want, you have to take those small steps in order to get there. It's just not accidentally going to pop up and, hey, I'm successful. Um, you have to really work towards those things. And sometimes it's small steps at the beginning that kind of lead you and get you on that right path. So thank you for that. Um, as I think about future goals, and for you, I, I kind of picture you know myself back when I was doing my student teaching and things like that. And obviously, I think a big goal probably for yourself is to someday have your own classroom um, and some of the steps you have to take now. So um, how is the work you're putting in now and this and set up for you down the road? Um, right now, and especially in my student teaching internship, I'm learning a whole bunch of different techniques from Ms. Fodor. I'm learning what's successful for her, what the kids like, and also ultimately what I need to do to prepare them for the state tests. Um, I already know what my dream classroom is going to look like. I want a big U because I want the kids to talk and interact with me. Um, you were in my classroom the other day and I said the first class didn't talk to me so I made them talk to me so um, in high school one of my teachers had his classroom in a big U and it sparked a whole bunch more discussions so I want that and then also I think it's important for especially the what the positivity project is teaching them for everyone in the class to be friends um, if someone's the positivity project is talking about different character strengths and building upon them but also I think it's to inspire, even though somebody's different, it doesn't mean that they're still not like you. 
and I want to build that relationship in my classroom. I want everybody to be friends, play on the playground together. I don't want anybody to be left out or alone. Just kind of as a final thought as we kind of wrap things up here, one of the things I was thinking about and reading on our uh, Positivity Project character card was it just talks about how we always need people to have that character strength of prudence, especially in our leadership. And one of the things mentioned here, it says, we need leaders who can think long-term and create a world we want our descendants to inherit. I think that's kind of an interesting thought because I think our culture, our society right now is so self-centered. Everything is pointed to, you look at TV, you watch TV, every commercial is about what you want for yourself. Get this for yourself. This is what you need. And everything's kind of a self-centered type mentality. But without that, you know, if our, if our leaders are focused on themselves, we're not pushing and progressing to do what's best for everybody down the road. And I think about just that part there where it says what we want our world uh, to be for our descendants, for our kids to someday live in. And although you're young and don't have any kids, what we would want you to live in. Um, but thinking about that, just because does that bring any thoughts to mind for you, like what we want our leaders to think about as far as setting up a world for our kids down the road? And obviously as a teacher, I'm sure that's something you probably have considered. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, yes, I do. Um, I've my generation has kind of had a negative connotation because of what you just mentioned, and I don't like that. And so I think that the Positivity Project, yes, is gearing to help change that. And because one of these days, the generation that's going through this project is going to be our leaders. So if we start changing them now and they start thinking about the world as a whole again, then maybe... They won't have the negative kind of tone that my, my generation does. Yeah, I appreciate that. I have, a, I have a younger friend at church who talks about that a lot, like he falls into the millennial category, and he's like, I'm not a millennial. I don't, you know, but it's not so much um, that that's not the age group he's in. He just doesn't like the negative connotation that comes with a millennial. And, you know, I think it's not, that's just something that's been placed on the generation. It's not necessarily everybody that's in that category. Obviously, everybody uh, is their individuals, but it's trying to, and you kind of mentioned it, as teachers, as educators, we wanted to teach those kids or our students how to move past those type of roadblocks or things that may um, set them up for failure and think about those long-term goals and what they want for themselves and obviously what we want to set up for them in the future. Um, so that's a very good point. I appreciate it. And thank you for joining us this week. And uh, hopefully everybody was able to listen and learn a little bit more about prudence because I know I sure have, and it sounds like you have as well. So thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for having me in your school. Thank you once again for joining us this week on our Positivity Project podcast. I hope that you were able to come away with a better understanding of the character strength of prudence. One closing thought that I have for you comes from a line in our Prudence Jingle, or the song uh, written by our very own Mrs. Vansickle. The line says that prudence is self-control and perseverance having a good day. So remember that as you talk to your kids about the character strength of prudence and you teach them how their long-term goals and plans can only be obtained by demonstrating self-control and overcoming those impulses and desires that would steer them away from those goals. And then they have to also persevere through those challenging times. Uh, and just remember that greatness is not an accident. So join us next week as Mr. Wuffle talks to us about the character strength of fairness. Let's talk about good night and